0: Piss your
1: pants. Ah, piss your He <laughs> said,
0: Piss your pants.
1: You sick mother.
0: <laughs> oh, piss your pants. Welcome back to the Hide and Feel Horrors Podcast, where we view horror movies and horror franchises. I'm Mark. And I'm Tawan and today we're reviewing the last house on the left released in 1972 written and directed by Wes craven tuan can you give the people the plot summer
1: on the eve of her 17th birthday mary collingwood tells her parents that she is going to the concert of an underground band bloodlust in new york with her friend phyllis stone she borrows the family's car and heads with her friends to a dangerous neighborhood in the city meanwhile this is uh Meanwhile, the sadistic and cruel Krug Stillo and Fred Weasel uh, Podowski escape from prison and are back to a hideout with their partner Sadie and Krug's addicted son Junior Stillo after killing two guards and one shepherd dog in their runaway. The two girls seek marijuana near the theater and meet Junior, who offers them some Colombian grass. If they follow him to his apartment, they do and are subdued by the criminals that rape Phyllis. On the next morning, they hide the girls in the trunk of their convertible and head to Canada. However, they have a problem when the cars rod and they stop on the road close to Mary's house. When Phyllis tries to escape, the gang stabs her to death and shoots Mary after humiliating and raping them. The gang seeks shelter in Mary's home. During the night, her, parent, I mean, her mother overhears a conversation of the criminals, telling that they have killed their daughter. She and her husband plot and overpower the criminals and revenge
0: the death of their princess. So, last house on the left. This movie was, um... You know, I first saw it when I was young and I don't know, I love the gritty style of horror movies from the 70s like this and the OG um, Black Christmas and the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I I love the gritty 70s style, but like this movie was kind of confusing on the rewatch because it will cut from these like intense sexual assault murder scenes to the next scene. It has like some hokey music playing in the background. And then it cuts to the mom, like feeding the sheriff, like desserts and shit. I was like, what kind of like, what editing were y'all doing back in the seventies? Like, what the fuck is this? Was that yeah, throwing that, to you? It
1: was definitely throwing me. And I was so confused on the tone. Like, I was watching it, and like, this, um, it was like the scene where Mary and Phyllis, they were like getting them out the trunk and stuff, and you know, put them in the forest because they were decided they were going to kill them. And,. Next thing you know, the next scene I see is they're at the parents' house putting up decorations and making a cake. And it's, like, happy-go music playing in the background. And I'm like, what is this tone shift right now? And it's, like, there were no, like, transitions, so it just, like, cuts over either. (laughs) So, like, it'll just cut over to, like, something else happening. And it would be a whole different, like, tone shift, but not even, like, in a good way. Like, it wasn't, like, cutting out. It wasn't, like, cutting in between, like, the horror of like, what we're seeing. It was, like, jarring almost, like, oh, now we're with this. Then we'll leave, like, that happy-go-lucky scene with the little, like, banjo funny music in the background and switch back to these girls being assaulted. And it was just not, like, adding up altogether.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, I mean, even that one scene, like, the scene where it goes from the only time it made sense is when you have this scene where they're telling her, like, if she makes a peep, they're going to die. Then it cuts to the parents being worried that matched. And then it cut back to them. Now it cuts back to the sexual assault scene. And then the next scene is like they're in the daytime. It's the next morning and they're carrying the girls down the stairs to put them in the trunk. And that whole scene is undercut with like, Whimsical music.
1: Yeah, like was, what the it fuck? was like that a lot, man. I I was definitely like a bit confused watching it, and I don't know, cause like this this is my first time seeing at least this this version, like the original. I've seen the the remake one prior, but never went back and watched this one. So in my head, because I had the remake in mind, I thought. This was gonna be like grittier, but I understand like it's also a product of the times as well, and it, it didn't go like it, it. went far as far. This as, definitely,
0: like, this definitely had to be shocking in the time. Yeah, because
1: like to me, like I, now I was telling you this before we even recorded. Like I don't know, maybe I've been des- desensitized or whatever. But like while I, mean, I just watched
0: *Terrifier* a couple months, <laughs> you're ago, right. Like, <laughs>
1: And it's like, while I understood, like, what was, what the gravity of the situation was, it, it came across, like, way more depraved and terrible in the remake than this one, and, and like I said, maybe it's just, like, you know, product of the times type of thing, and, like, the way that, you know, movies were shot, and, you know, people were just, um, you know, more, like, modest, like, at the time, Spread when it came to, like, entertainment and stuff, like, yeah, they could get away with a lot more, um... Well, not a lot. well, in a sense, they could due to, like, ratings and stuff, but um, we, there's definitely a lot more going on now, but people are still, like, very modest when it came to, like, movies and stuff, so I could see how this would be, like, really shocking back then. Cause... I mean, be,
0: be, before this, everything was, like, fuck a, fuck a sexual assault scene. They couldn't even show husband and wife in bed together back then. They had to have, like, one foot on the floor. They had to be they can't even show any kind of like consensual sexual contact like showing divorce in the movie was taboo let alone this so this was like groundbreaking we gotta like stone west craven to death territory
1: yeah i could i could definitely see why for the time but looking at this like now with All the shit that I've, like, seen in my, in my little life so far as far as movies and TV shows and shit, just even stuff online in general. This wasn't, uh, it wasn't that out there, but, um, I mean, it wasn't a bad watch either.
0: I'm the opposite of you. I've seen this one more than I've seen the remake. I've only seen the remake once. No, I am, I'm automatically biased against remake. A remake can be good, but I will still, like, have irrational hate for it but i will say for i remember the remake the remake did it did make it darker and they did change a bit so i can't wait to watch that next week but were there any scenes that stood out for you because there were a few that stood out for me not in like a good way more confusing that whole car ride (laughs) when they had the girls in the trunk yeah and like he's just having they're just him and krog krog and um sadie are just having sex okay so and they were so they were yeah because he, he kept on saying you're you're, Shut up. We know you're disturbing my rhythm. And he kept making those facial expressions and like i could tell up and down i could and tell if that's what they were doing or she was just like up like
1: up and down on his lap like trying I mean, to fuck I, with him
0: Because I I watched, I watched, I kept, I had to rewind it because I was like, are they having sex? And they were having sex. Like she was on top of him and he kept on saying, you're breaking my concentration. And he was making faces and she was growling and making faces. But like, like like Fred is right there and your son is like driving the car. Like at least tell Fred to get in the fucking passenger seat and not be next to you talking about sex crimes while you're having sex with the fucking with the oddest music playing in the background the music was, was crazy too, it was just too much of me and then okay the whole scene with phyllis in mary in the woods was just that had me like oh my god i was kind of squirming and yeah when she got away and then they all cornered her like, they all surrounded her, Phyllis. I was like, oh no, she did, she did. The scene with the mom and Fred. Oh my God. When she was giving him the blowjob <laughs> and then she bit him. I was like, I had like a visceral reaction at first. And then I was like, okay, that went on way too long. Like, you were down there for, like, you didn't even need to be down there for like a second. Like, once it was in your mouth, you should have. Bit it off. Like you were down there a minute too long for me. <laughs> so what about you? Were there any scenes that stuck out? Good batteries.
1: Um one hmm. Well, I will say I, I dis I dislike this scene because I dislike their decisions in trying to was when uh oh. The initial, basically, them getting caught up when Phyllis was asking Junior for weed.
0: You know where we could uh, score on some uh, good grass? Do you? Nah, I don't know that stuff. Uh, oh, thanks. Bummer. Come on. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, lady, come on back here. Let's uh, let's get together.
1: Yeah. And being someone who we you know like stuff about like dealers and stuff I'm not following anybody that I just met into their house even if it's to get whatever like bring that shit outside or like go inside take my money and bring it back I'm not going in somebody's random house to get like like drugs, weed, any any of that shit so I, I didn't like that because of the decision making but I also, I also understand like you know they're 17 whatever blah 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 but even still like at, even at the age like I, w- I would have been very wary of that situation and I would just say I didn't like the character motivations in that scene um let's see Uh, Another scene that I didn't like was, uh, the whole, like, chase with the chainsaw. (laughs) I I don't know, it was just, like, really slow. (laughs) It felt really slow when the the dad was just chasing, um, Krug around with that damn, uh, chainsaw. Like, trying to get him. Like, I don't know, it felt like everybody was moving super slow for some reason, um, with that. Um then you have the mom outside like um fighting Sadie at the same time and i don't know like it just it felt off i'm not sure why The and besides that one I will, I will also mention, like, the scene in the woods. It was, like, uncomfortable. Like, that's was probably uh, the most in the movie that was definitely, like, the most uncomfortable I was. Like, with the whole scene in the woods when they finally, like, surrounded Fillers after she ran away and stuff. So, that one was definitely, I would say, the most uncomfortable I felt, like, watching the whole movie. But besides that, just due to, like, the way the tone shifts were in certain scenes, I was just, like, not get. I feel like I wasn't getting, like, the full effect. And before I forget, <laughs> I do not understand that scene with the, um, the Lady Ada with the chickens.
0: <laughs> Get to the Collarwood place right away. Now this is police business and this
1: is an emergency. Yes. Can you help us out?
0: That's right on the roof. On the roof? The only place I have in the room.
1: <laughs> what was the purpose of that? <laughs> it felt like a random, like, comedy skit. From like some like TV, old TV show that was put in this movie for no reason because I a- was
0: like, why do they have this black this the only black person in the movie and she's talking about fucking chickens. I was like, what the hell is this?
1: No, it it felt so out of place and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I, I that's like another like, one of it those weird kind of cut offended. moments. It, it, is, kind of it was just another one of those like weird cut cuts that happened and it was like okay. And I don't know; those fucking sheriffs felt incompetent the whole movie.
0: You could have cut them out the movie, and nothing would have changed. Like, why were they? We saw them eat cake. We saw them talk to chickens. We saw them. You see a car broken down by these people's house, and you don't investigate. You keep on rolling by. You you. They were just you, there you, for you didn't shenanigans. Realize, you then realize that that car is has the escaped convicts. Yes, I get. Run out to go get them, but you didn't think to pick up the phone and try to warn them first. You just you just left. And then they said it only takes twenty five minutes. So twenty five or thirty minutes is what they said when they left the police station. It was daytime. Cut back to the house, it's fucking night and everyone's going to sleep. To you right. (laughs) And then I'm like, so now you guys are in the woods searching. No point did you think? Oh, we should probably go to their house first since the car was like parked right there by their house, off on the side of the road. No, let's go check the woods first. That, let's fuck going to check on the, the 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 old couple. Let's just go check the woods all night, and you don't hear. You don't hear the chainsaw, you don't hear the screaming, the guy got his dick his dick bit off by the lake, you don't hear any of that. Like, why are you here? Why are you here? Uh they were so else?
1: No, I think that was it.
0: <laughs> what about kills? Was there any kills that stood out for you? Um probably just Franks because of
1: how funny that was. Um, him just getting, fucking getting his dick bit off and I'm guessing bleeding out. Um, I probably would have said Krug if we saw it. Um, but since like yeah. it wasn't shown, um, I, I don't think I will say yeah, uh, yes to that.
0: For me, I would say Junior. Because you could tell that, that that kid just needed help. Like... He was with his dad. He was because if you read, like you read, like his dad got him into drugs. His dad had him doped up so he mm-hmm. could control him. Like that kid just needed like help, and then he, like his dad, talked him into shooting himself. Like what the fuck? And then like Phyllis and and Marie, that that was that was traumatizing. That was a whole thing and having her walk into the lake and then shooting her. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. And I wish... I wish... I I wish that the the setup and the killing of the bad guys had been more. And I think that's why I like the remake. Because I feel like we spent so much time, like... The girls leaving and the girls meeting them and like yes, spend time on the assault, spend time on that, because that's that's pretty much the basis of the movie. But then like the the car scene was too long. It was too long. That was too much. We didn't need all of that. And then the constant cutting back and forth to the parents and then the unnecessary thing with the chicken lady and there's like all these unnecessary scenes could have been cut out or cut short. And you could have given more time to the climactic battle. <laughs> and, like, this is Wes Craven's first movie. And I'm so glad that he he learned from this. Because when you when you go to, like, the first Nightmare on Elm Street and when you go to, like, Scream, like, the climactic battle is way more drawn out and well thought out and longer. Like, it, it needs to be, like... Give me a good 15-20 minutes other like the last like climactic fight like he does in his other movies. That's what I needed from this. Yeah. But enough about that. What about Phyllis? What are your thoughts on Phyllis?
1: I mean, I, aside from that um, initial character decision of hers to go like you know not saying it was like bad that she was trying to get drugs I mean people 20s early teens and stuff um, they try to like do stuff like that but just the way that she went about it with deciding to follow someone in her house and get drugs that's where she lost me as far as character decisions are concerned Um, but outside of that I mean there was nothing really wrong with Phyllis like obviously like Mary's uh, parents like well, more so her mom. She was, like, indifferent on her. Just, like, due to the, like, way she acted, probably doing drugs, things like that. But, I mean, you always going to have people like that. And um, there's, like, nothing bad with what she was doing. But just that character decision <laughs> kind of got them in their situation. But it's not her fault as well. Because, like, obviously she wasn't going to have all that stuff happen to them. So she she was fine but that slight like lapse in judgment and what she did to like get uh what she wanted was um kind of their downfall
0: yeah i agree with you like i would not even walk up to like if like if this if this is our first time dealing with each other i might even walk into your car like Meet me outside the car by the bright street light so people, so I can see you, see me, people can see us. Like, I don't care. And, and like, you gotta be a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, like for me to fucking walk into your house, let alone your car. But Mm -hmm. guess it was, it was different back then. It was, it was 1972. They were hitchhiking, you know, hopping in fucking. Tramp random cars on interstate to get to state to state and hop into truck driver cars. And we all know how that, what that ended up being, like, fucking serial killer buffet. So it was a different, a different vibe back then, you know, way different. But for me, I was, I kind of... Switching from Phyllis to, to Mary—is it was it Mary or Maury? What it was Mary, it? Mary was Mary, right? Or Marie? Mary. Switching to Mary, it was like she just turned sixteen. Like I, might have sub—I lived in the suburbs for a little bit, but I mostly grew up in the city. So, me traveling around the city, going different places, that. That's That was normal for me at 16. But, like, no, I, I, but, like, coming from the suburbs and I'm going to be at a concert until 2 a.m. at 16 and I have to get back by myself, even if I'm driving my parents' car, like, that's a no-go. And... <laughs> I get it was her 16th birthday, but, like, no. Like, my parents would have dropped me off and picked me up. Yep. 16 is 16 is not 18. You cannot be... Especially if it's a, it gets out at 2 a.m. If it's a concert, it's different. My mom would have been like, okay, I'll pick you up when the concert's out. Especially if I got to go all the way back to the burbs. Oh, poor Mary. She... So young, so naive. What about you? What are your thoughts on Mary?
1: Yeah, see, I thought, I thought, I, I didn't mind Mary's character, and yeah, also understood that like she just wanted to have a good time. She just wanted to go to city with her friend, go to a concert. Which I get that. I'm a big concert goer, even at that age. Like I was like going to concerts and stuff. So I definitely um, understand. Um, but being that she even noticed that they were in, like, a sketchy part of town once they got there, like, commenting on what her mom told her um, earlier in the movie, like, head should have been on a swivel and not even, and I think she should have talked Phyllis out of that situation, not the situation, but talked her out of, like, going into someone's house. But once again, not trying to, like, blame them for, like, what happened, but it's just, you know, being somewhere that you're not used to. And putting yourselves in certain situations, um, it does like even if you die, even if they did get the drugs, and that was fine. It's still like sketchy to like just someone you meet immediately go to their place and like search drugs and things like that. Um, but she, um, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. She was the one that noticed that they were by their parents' place when they pulled out the car, right? Like, after they pulled them out the trunk, her and Phyllis...
0: What can you say? Can you say it again.
1: Um, didn't Mary, like Mary notice that they were like by um her house when they pulled her out the trunk and
0: such? yeah right? because they she saw her name on yes. the mailbox.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So she yeah she saw her name on the mailbox and stuff, and it, like it was good that she was like paying attention and things like that. But um, crap! I had a I had a train of thought going somewhere. Let me, let me refresh. Uh, Crap. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Well, okay. Um, So, yeah, it was good that uh, she, like, she noticed that she was in, like, her area and everything where she's supposed to be and um, tried to get away. But... Aside, I would say, aside from all of that, there wasn't anything that, I would say there wasn't much more that she could have done to kind of get out of the situation, so she kind of just had to deal, because, like, they were outnumbered anyway, um, for, uh, four to two, and once, you know, Phyllis was gone, it was four, four to one, so there wasn't really much that she could really do to, you know, get herself out of the situation that she was in, it's just luck that she survived long enough for her to be found.
0: Yeah. Poor Mary. But what about Sadie? Now, they kept on saying that Sadie was like, like, in a news report, they're like some animal-like woman. And I was like, what makes her animal? They showed me zero reason for a news report to be saying she was animal-like. It was like, and I was like, is this because she's like sex-craved? Like, why are they describing <laughs> this woman as animal? <sighs> what are your thoughts on Sadie? I thought Sadie was a a weird character
1: because I don't like when he, when she first got introduced. I thought that, um, you know, she was she mostly she thought she was intertwined with all the stuff that they were with, like all like that group in particular were doing in the movie. But at the same time, um, I couldn't tell. Swarms. I'm looking for. Her. I thought she. Was, so I thought she was in, like intertwined with all they were doing, but at the same time, I I couldn't tell like if she had like a remorseful moment at the time when she was think she was chasing. If she was chasing either Phyllis or Mary, and I think it was Phyllis, and she hit her with the rock. But before that, Mary was like, "Oh, I want to help you," but she sounded very sincere. Maybe it was just you know her like getting um. Like, trying to trick her and stuff. But I thought, like, she was gonna be, like, the remorseful one. Which ended up being the uh, junior for the most part. Um, So, I, th- I thought that. But they... Didn't really give her much to do. Like, outside of kind of making her sex craze in a sense. Like, she was messing around with, um, with Krug and... They kind of just boiled her down to just being the woman who wasn't getting assaulted in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just, I was waiting. She was animalistic and she kicked the dog to death. And then they kept showing this dog with them Like, is she going to kick this dog to death? But then it never happened. And I'm just like, okay, you you set up that she was just as, mad and as crazy as the guys, but all I've seen her do is ride Crew's dick, be kind of flirty with Fred, be kind of flirty with Junior, and then at the end... Run away. When <laughs> she's running away and she's telling Crew to like stay away from her and she has a knife on him. I'm like, I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm glad that the mom still killed her and slit her throat because I was like... She is not innocent in this. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she had to go. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of Junior, he was the only one of the four that I kind of felt sorry for because I was like, this, this poor drugged up kid is just like following probably his only parent that he's known because we don't mm. know where his mom is at. So and this could be his only parent. He's young and drugged up, and I felt so bad for him. But what are your thoughts on Junior?
1: Yeah, I thought the same – about Junior, that um, he really didn't have a choice, like, I'm sure if it was up to him, like, he would have left a long time ago and got away, but he's drugged up, like you mentioned, that's the only parent he has, and that's, and, like, unfortunately for him, that group is kind of like his family, and there was really nothing else that he could kind of do about it, and you could tell, like, he wasn't Kind of like all the way there at all times as well. So maybe like some mental deficiency as well going on, and because of the like in like certain ways he kind of acted like a kid at times. Like when he was saying that he he would rather be like a frog so that he could just jump away and have a lily pad to himself. Just like little stuff like that, and even like towards the end, you can tell he was remorseful especially when he was sleeping and he was having like a bad dream about everything that happened and was saying like, I'm sorry that he probably didn't want to do any of the things that they were um, getting into. But at a certain point, like he didn't really have a choice to do so. So he just participated. Um, so he was an unwilling participant, but he still like gave in to what they were doing. So even though he did maybe not have wanted to due to like, you know, um, being an addict and stuff like that, he still, like, gave in and, um, didn't stop what happened. What are your thoughts on Fred? Man, fuck Fred. <laughs> like, he was, he was a dick the entire time. And I, I was just glad at the end when, when the wife, um, got him right. Honestly, he deserved, he deserved more than all that. But, um, I was really just glad that, that he, 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 died the way he did, because he was a fucking sexual deviant, and he was also just, um, along with Krug, it was just, they were just talking down to, like, Junior the whole time, um, so that was also, like, kind of annoying as well, but in the, um, in the end... Besides, like what we actually got to him, I feel he could have had a little more happen. Plus, he—if I recall—they say he was like a child molester too. So that's even like he—he does—he deserved his shit way before whatever happened. In, like at this point in time, in, in 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 the movie universe.
0: What are your thoughts on the mom, Estelle? I
1: thought that the mom was good because she had a very good eye at paying attention. Because if I recall, she was the one that noticed that Junior had that. Um, had Mary's necklace on and put two and two together with that, then decided to go do more research and look in their bags, and she found, like, the bloody clothes in there as well. And then, you know, passed that um, info on her husband very discreetly, got Mary, and ended up killing Fred and Sadie. Like, the mom was high-key the goat.
0: Yeah, like, her finding Mary, her... Putting all that together and like, damn, and it's still being calm to make sure the plan goes off without a hitch. Yeah. The dad, the dad, John, his. The chainsaw fight was kind of weird and awkward. It was. And I was like, what are you doing, dad? What are you. Like, I got it, but then I didn't get it. Like, you had the shotgun. Why didn't you just shoot them both? Why did you need them to wake up? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, like if you're going to kill them anyway, why not just do it when it's easier?
1: I didn't get that at all. He could have, he, he already shot both of the asses right there in that fucking bed. Fuck waking up.
0: I mean, what are your thoughts on the dad?
1: That, that decision like would have me like question like what is he doing because yeah because like why would you go to the room with a shotgun wake them up give them a chance to react and say like if you're gonna shoot him just shoot him at that point like it's no going back like just do it so that kind of like annoyed me um aside from that the dad wasn't He, he was responsible... Well, not responsible. He was um, responsible in what his wife told him. And, like, you know, took what she said. Didn't, like, try to, like, qu- like question it. And just went with what she said. Which I give him props on. Um, but besides that. And killing Krug. He, uh... He didn't do much towards the end. And... Because I'm, I'm remembering, uh, I've just seen it, and I'm, like, trying to remember, and I yeah, he didn't really do much towards the towards
0: the he end. He was very reactionary. His, like, his wife was, she was discovering everything. I'm pretty sure she's the one who came up with the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she told him what to do. Like, she was, like, active, and he was reactive. Yeah. You know what I would say?
1: That I would agree with. I would say the dad did is- more in the in the remake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But what are your thoughts on Krug?
1: I was just waiting for him to get hit, to get his uh his time to shine. Honestly. Because he was pissing me off like he was the fucking worst. Like when he told um Phyllis that she had to piss herself. Like that was that was crazy. And he was just being a dick like the whole time like even to like like his group and stuff. Like he he was just not like all of them were like deplorable, but you know they. always got to be that one that's like the worst, and I felt like he was the worst out of all of them.
0: Yeah, I, I was like, says so this is the de facto leader, but like, how does this group of people even like meet to like grow, like be a gang? Like, like I don't understand. Like, how are y'all a group? Like, y'all all seem. Other than Junior, they all the other three all seem like alpha crazy people. Like, someone like Krug, even if he's like this this rapist, crazy person. I can't, I don't think he would hang out with someone like Fred, who's a fucking child molester, and then what the fuck is Phyllis doing there? Like that whole group just seemed mismatched and just didn't fit. Like, I needed to know. How these people fit together because them just breaking out of jail together and that's why they're still together. Like it just it just didn't feel right. And crew was just. I was waiting for him to get his. He was pissing me off the entire time. Like the entire time.
1: No, very much that.
0: So but like this was overall, this was an interesting movie, not bad. But before we get to the before we get to that, can you give the people the behind the scenes info and facts?
1: So this film had a budget of ninety thousand dollars and brought in a box office of three point one million. Some interesting facts: this film was Wes Craven's feature film slash theatrical debut. It went through a bunch of titles before they settled on one. Wes Craven originally called the screenplay "Night of Vengeance." Then it was "Sex Crime of the Century." quoting a line for a dialogue from the movie and then Krug and Company after the villains was deemed um, not subtly ominous until eventually someone came up with the last house on the left. Craven first envisioned Last House as a hardcore film with real unsimulated sex and even more graphic violence. It was after shooting had begun that Craven had his um, Craven and his cohorts decided to tone it down into something slightly more commercial. Craven shot it like a documentary because that was all he knew. Um, Besides the imitations and rip-offs it inspired, Last House also launched the careers of writer-director Wes Craven and his producer Sean Cunningham. Among other things, Craven would go on to make A Nightmare on Elm Street, while Cunningham was the man behind the Friday the 13th franchise. It took 34 years for this film to be improved in England. Some critics' reactions. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film currently has a score of 63%. The Chicago Tribune de- uh, derided the film, writing, My objection to The Last House on the Left is not an objection to graphic representation of violence per se, but to the fact that the movie celebrates violent acts, particularly adult male abusive young women. I felt a professional obligation to stick around to see if there was any social, socially redeeming value in the remainder of the movie, and found none. The Pittsburgh Press called the film a cheap jack movie of no discernible merit, riddled with awkward self-conscious performances. Howard Thompson of the New York Times wrote that he walked out of the theater during a screening. When I walked out after 50 minutes with 35 to go, one girl had just been dismembered with the machete. Roger Ebert, however, gave the film three and a half out of four stars and described it as about four times as good as you'd expect. That's interesting coming from Ebert.
0: Right? Ebert's do usually usually the hard ass. No, like, for real. Like, what the hell? Because, like, in the 80s, he's known for, like, hating every single horror movie. Like, that's interesting. But, enough about them. What about us? Tuan, do we cash or pass The Last House on the Left, 1972? Tuan. Honestly, I might have to pass on
1: this one. I know it is like a cult classic and uh, things that matter. And, you know, it's a lot of people, I don't know if it's a lot of people, I don't know if it's a lot of people's favorite, but I know like this is some people's like favorite for like this um, wave in the 70s, but I don't see myself coming back to specifically this original one. Now, maybe if I was showing someone, you know, both this one and, like, the original back-to-back to compare, I probably will watch it again. But I just don't see myself watching this one um, if I wanted to watch something in that realm of movie, So, I think I would pass.
0: I want to say Cash. I do. But when I'm thinking about the movie that I watched, it just felt so disjointed from having the whimsical score under... Violent, crazy scenes to the cuts to that random black lady with the chickens to like everything that was there that didn't need to be there. And it wasn't cohesive. This is going to be my first time ever saying this. But this is a movie that needed to be remade because there is so much here. And they do so little with it and i think it is because of the times like they like Wes Craven wanted to go hard but they had to pull it back because at the time going as hard as he wanted it wouldn't have been commercially successful and this movie this movie made a lot of money back like it was what 9,000 900,000 they got a couple million back like it was commercially a hit mm-hmm. so like it just I wish we could have seen what he wanted to do because what this ended up being like in its day probably would have been like if we were, if we were watching this in 1972 I would have been like this is fucking great. I'm terrified, I'm afraid. But like watching it now it's like this could be so much better. So for me it's um it's a pass because I wouldn't pay to watch this movie. I mean, I watched it for free on YouTube, and then I watched it for free again on Tubi. Like, I sat through those fucking commercials so I wouldn't have to pay for anything. And that's what I would do again. Because I I wouldn't cash this. I have to pass. It's a pass <laughs> for me. And it hurts for me to say that. But I hope next week we can turn things around with The Last House on the Left which came out in 2000, 2009, You know, it's one of those two thousands horror remakes that was like big at that time. So that should be interesting. Should be good. From what I remember, it was a little darker in tone. I haven't seen it since two thousand nine. So maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll continue to hate it. But hopefully, this time I would have valid reasons to hate it, other than it's just a remake but we shall see thank you for listening good night the hide and feel horrors podcast is a letters to media production should we do an intro